Hey there, snack fiends. This episode of Black Nerd Radio is sponsored by YummyYeti.com, where you can find the best of the Northwest snack box. Snack locally. That's YummyYeti.com, Y-U-M-M-I-Y-E-T-T-I. your speaker that's the one you plugged in i didn't plug this in i plugged in your microphone you did plug that in oh this is the charger this is your headset well you pl- i watched you plug that in i didn't plug in the headset okay just plug it in i plugged in the microphone and you didn't plug that in <laughs> grandpa brain strikes again i asked you if it was plugged in Damon, I know where you live. No, I don't actually know where you live. But I find out where you live. I'll kill you. <laughs> I literally asked you if it was plugged in. I, uh, this better be recording. It's recording. <laughs> Next time I ask you to plug something in, plug it in, motherfucker. Get my goddamn yogurt. That's our producer, folks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Fuck you for laughing. I hate you so much. I I do remember asking, did you plug it in? I thought I had. I didn't realize that it was the wrong one because, god damn it, I had to move it the other day for something. What is this about? Yeah, I'm not answering that. Um, So I wanted to start it off with something a little less funny (laughs) because that was hilarious, by the way. (laughs) Did you see Clint Eastwood's getting canceled, bro? I saw you sent me that. I didn't yeah. even read it because it was going to make me mad. Yeah. Uh, it, it had to do with uh, Marlon Brando's daughter in 1972. She went to um, uh, the Academy Awards and she gave a sort of a protest speech about how the Native Americans are being treated. And being 72, the audience booed her. And, you know. Yeah, you yeah. Know, that's that same, that same year. Um, uh, John Wayne stormed the stage to try yes. and stop her. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. And then Clint Eastwood went up there and he said, well, I guess we're going to have to do something about all those cowboys that got killed in my movies. And Claudia's cheating. Yeah, yeah! And they're like, we ought to cancel Eastwood for that. He should pay for saying that. I'm like, niggas, that was 50 years ago. Yeah. Let it go. And like I've said a thousand times, why is there no expiration uh, uh, expiration date on this shit? You know, uh, um, statute of limitations on this shit. Why is that not a thing? Yeah, yeah. It has to be a thing. It has to. You, you, you can't keep doing this. Uh, 50 years ago is too much. That's too far back. <laughs> to Agreed. Too far. That's a, that's a different time. It's a different era. People thought differently. Let it go. It's not like he lynched somebody. He said something stupid and insensitive. Move on. Sean Connery wanted to slap women. You know, as long as you hit, use them with an open hand, we're fine. 
Well, sometimes a woman gets out of hand and you have to check her. But see, I prefer waterboarding. (laughs) Waterboarding. Slapping leaves marks. You got to waterboard them. Then that's better. Now, see, that would get me canceled, even though that's a joke. God, I hate people so much. Well, I don't want to rehash last week's show, but real quick, we'll move on. All right. Um, uh, the we're talking about the 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 football coach that got canceled for the emails. Yeah, yeah. And we were talking, you know, it's just personal thing. It turns out, turns out, it was a work email. So fuck you. Ah, <laughs> you okay. can't do that. I can't do that shit on a work email. So what do you expect? One, you're too stupid to to do that. If you think. Uh, and now, rather right, going combing through all of them, and I think another coach got uh, fired because he was, you know, you know. So they're just they're just going through all the search history and talking, seeing who else joined in on the shit. Yeah, yeah. So is your personal email? That's one thing, but you're using a work email. What the fuck you think's gonna happen? The problem is though, is that he's mad because he got fired over an investigation that had nothing to do with him. See, and he calls it a hit job. Because this stuff shouldn't have been leaked because it was irrelevant to what they were looking for. That's uh-huh. the only small piece of this shit, shit sandwich that I agree with him on is that this wasn't part of your investigation. Who leaked this? And why did you leak it? You know, they were looking into conduct on uh, on uh, on the guy from the formerly known as the uh, Redskins uh, football team and some of the things he did and said. They were looking into him and, and, and a few other things doing with doing with that football team. Gruden didn't even work for them. He was just friends with this guy. Mm. And 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 that's what got him caught. And I'm like, wait, but that's not what you were looking for. So it's like they did it to him on purpose. They wanted him out because of what he said. And I'm like, but you weren't looking for that. So and plus, it's not a crime. It's not like you stumbled into a crime when you were looking into someone else's criminal activity and you stumbled into another one. That's totally different. Mm. You know, so that's the only part of the thing that I'm with Gruden on. But other than that, fuck John Gruden. You know, I, I and I and I and I say that with all sincerity, man. Screw that dude. Agreed. You know, I, I, I I hate the fact that he felt like he felt justified in being an asshole like that out loud. You remember Terry Bradshaw? Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh Aaron Andrews, this reporter, had on some cowboy boots and a cowboy outfit. And on national TV, he said, hey, I like that outfit. You look nice. They want to fire him from, t- from TV because they said that's sexual harassment. Oh, wow. This is where we're at now. And I was that's what I was, my brother and I were talking about and shit like that. And we're trying to figure out what's going to be the flashpoint that's going to change all this. What's going to have to happen? And I would love your opinion on this. What do you think is going to have to happen for this to turn the other way and finally hit a hit a point where it's like, okay, that's far enough? Honestly, I don't know. I really don't know what is going to be the final straw because it seems to be no bottom. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You know, if they're, I mean, if they're literally going after Clint for something he said 49 years ago. Yeah. Uh. And it was, you know, it was insensitive, yes, but the time wasn't sensitive. Yes. So I, I don't, I don't, 
I I don't know. I honestly don't know. I know it's got to correct itself. It just has to, because that's just the way everything ebbs and flows. Mm-hmm. But I couldn't tell you when or when's the final straw. See, I'm wondering if Dave Chappelle is going to be the one that's going to correct it, because he's not taking anything back and he's not backing off. And Netflix is backing him. Right. And that's what I think we found the flashpoint. I think it's Dave Chappelle. I think he's going to finally be the one to bring some goddamn sense to all this. And people are going to start understanding that not everything is hate speech. Not everything should get somebody to lose their livelihood. Now, if you're a white woman and you stop somebody from getting into their house, yeah, you should lose your job. If you're a white woman and you jump into somebody's car because you don't like the look of their face, yeah, you should probably lose your job or at least get your head beat in. You know, stuff like that I agree with. But 50 years ago, 10 years ago, and it's it's an innocuous thing, what John Gruden said, yeah, that's awful, but should he have lost his job? I would rather see if his actions were... Were, were 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 a part were, you know played a part in in, in with his we're, we're in cohesion with his words i think that's the right word i'm looking for we're in concert there it is with his words you know what i mean right. if like i said last week if i hate so and so but i'll hire so and so and promote so and so am i really against so and so no i'm not so don't listen to my words listen to my actions now you remember with trump it was don't listen to <laughs> It was like, don't listen to his words at all. You got to interpret his words. See, if he says you're a you're 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 a fat, ugly slob, you got to understand that he's just saying, I just don't like you. (laughs) I'm just not a fan of yours. See, that's what he's saying, you know. But anyway, it's just it's just ridiculous. I just thought that Clinice would think would would you'd find that funny? Yeah, Um, I. It's too much. Oh, also, I I sent you that video of where the the uh, Gen X is the last group to, uh, we're the last generation to feel uh to to know a uh, life before area codes. Uh, we're the last generation to know about getting up to change the channel on the TV. Mm-hmm. We're the last generation to know about, and I'd forgotten this one. Two keys to get into to get in and start your car. I had totally forgotten about that. I hadn't only because you know. Uh, Heather and I have always owned old cars, That's and, right, I, and, yeah. I, and I've owned old cars before her, so I've always, I, 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 it's definitely something I kind of like. Oh yeah, but uh, yeah, I uh, totally forgot. I totally forgot about that. And I remember when I got my Hyundai Sonata, I was like, oh, I, I remember asking the dealer, I was like, how come I only got one key? He's like, oh, it's new now. You know, the key to open the door and it starts the car. I was like, oh shit. That's kind of cool. I like that. Everything is fucking magic. Like, this is the coolest thing ever. I, I, you know, and and also we live without cable TV. Oh yeah. Can you? And we live without the internet, without cell phones, pagers. I, I watched this one lady. I saw another one where this lady was doing this with her son, and her son was mouthing the words of he was like fifteen. How did you survive? Like. <laughs> Like there were no lights, and it was like we lived by night by the moonlight or something. We live in in caves. (laughs) It was so confused. I was like, back when we were kids, we could literally be alone. You guys don't know what, and this generation doesn't know what alone is. We do. If I walked out of my house at 13 years old without a friend or calling anybody, I'm literally by myself. You know what I mean? Yeah. And if I, and if I disappeared, I'm gone. 
It was you know, super easy to snatch kids back then. You know, <laughs> you know what's funny? We were the last generation to truly roam, to free roam. It yeah. was more dangerous then than it is now. Kids were getting snatched at a higher rate then than they are now. Well, yeah, they didn't have the you know the internet and yeah, kids and the have, Amber Alert and all that shit. You know, kids have watches with chips in them so they know where they're at at all yeah. times. We also were the ones that woke up to the face on this on the uh, on the milk carton. Oh know? yeah, we're that group. God, we were traumatized. Actually, latchkey <laughs> kids, you know, ten years old with a key to the house. Yep. And your parents just said, "Lock the door, don't let nobody in," and you walk into your house. Yeah. Lock the do, door and don't answer the door unless yeah. it's someone you know, you know, you know that you know that I'm approving of. Uh, I remember all otherwise, too well. I'll, otherwise, I'll slit your throat. I got that message from my dad real, uh, real quick. He well, my not- my mom never threatened to kill us, but. <laughs> Well, my dad threatened me once. He's like, boy, and if you let anybody in this, I was 13. So, you know, you're 13. What's the first thing you're going to do? Yeah, be, yeah, the opposite yeah. of what they say. Yeah, and you're going to bring a girl into the house. <laughs> the first oh, thing you're gonna see, do. I, I, not me at 13. I was a bit of a late bloomer, apparently. At 13, I had discovered them. And I, I honestly, honestly, all truth laid out bare. I wouldn't have known what to do at 13, but I knew that girls are supposed to be around you at the time. It's like, I know I'm supposed to be around girls, but I'm not sure what to do with Oh, uh, you know, I take that back. I had a little girlfriend across the... I lived in apartments when I was thir- 12 and 13. Mm-hmm. And uh, her name was Chris Vale. She lived across the street, across the, the walkway in the mm-hmm. a- adjacent apartment. But, you know, my mom... You know, my mom had... Uh, back then, she's always working, so... We she'd come over and hang out, and you know we hold hands and kiss. <laughs> you know, kissing was as far as it ever went. So oh, of course it was. Yeah, you know but, I uh, must admit I I must admit man I miss your mom. Yeah. I like I liked your mother, and I never got a chance to to see how far I could go annoying her, and I really am upset about that. Well, you probably get you probably uh, annoy her a little. You probably get a little further than you would in her like thirties or forties. It's you know towards the end she was a little declawed. She was a little, little more. But you know, yeah, she, I liked her. She was so nice to me, and I was like, oh, I she was nice to you. Yeah. <laughs> well, you didn't see her. You didn't see no, her a lot. No, but when I did, she was, <laughs> she was actually smiled. Hey, Marcel, and I'm like, I really want to just annoy you and see how if I can get you angry at me, just to be that dumb little person. Because I like it, you know. I mm-hmm. wanted to like mess her hair up, see how mad she'd get, you know, oh. that kind of thing. I, and I, I never got a chance to do that. I just wanted to say that I, I, I miss your mom. I really oh, thanks. She, she, she treated me well. Well, she, well, she treated somebody well. That's good. I will, I, <laughs> wow. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> she treated me nice. Uh. I'll tell you. Old, old women have always liked me for some reason. And I've, I've heard that before. It's like, God, my grandmother hates everybody but you. I'm like, I don't know what to tell you. I I don't know why the older, especially older black women, they've always liked me. I don't know if it's I'm outspoken or I think because you come across as a grumpy old man, so they like they feel a kinship with you. I, it very well could be. I don't know, but they've always liked me. Older black women, grandmas have always I like that boy. That boy is nice. He's a nice boy. I like him. Always. You know, like, I, I, I guess. I don't know what to tell you, but so DC trailers. Let's do this. All right, so folks, uh, since it's gonna be a movie heavy episode, it's gonna be kind of movie heavy episode, but uh, 
Monday, uh, DC dropped all their trailers, which is here, which is crazy. They dropped all their trailers this all week. All of them. Yeah. That, that are what's, what's to come. And Marvel is uh, put the hold on five movies yeah. that they're, they're not really, they pushed them back. Yeah. Not that far, but they did push them back. Yeah. All of them. Yeah. Black Panther, all of them got pushed back at least minimum two weeks. Maximum, I think one was three, four months, maybe. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So, like I said, not a ton of pushback, but they were moved back. So, yeah. So, uh, the Batman. Did you see the Batman? Yes. The, I've seen that trailer about, about eight times just to make sure. Yeah, the latest one. It looks really good. But here's the question, though. You're a movie guy. Is it the music that makes it so badass, or is it what's happening in the trailer that makes it badass? For me, it was I was stunned by how good the visuals were. Okay. So I, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say the whole thing because the music kind of got me pulled into. It mm. was it was just a gr- really good trailer. If the movie is like what the trailer promises, it's gonna be fun as fuck. I have been screwed by trailers and. If you're oh, a fan yeah. of the show, folks, you know I've talked about this before. I've been trailer screwed many a time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just hope this isn't one of them because that trailer was badass. Especially the end where he get out of the he got out of the burning Batmobile and was walking towards him, uh, the Riddler. And I was like, ooh. Yeah, that, that looks was, so cool. That was a cool scene. I like this. Okay. Okay. Let's see what this that dirty white boy can do with this movie. And yes, Robert Patterson is a dirty, non-shower, nasty white boy. Yeah, they don't get mad. That's just what he is. He said he doesn't like the bass. Yeah, I don't. I don't understand how you could go out in public like that all the time. I mean, I like Brad Pitt was so bad they had to put it in his contract to bathe. It's in his contract. I know. I shower. I do not get that. I do not get that one bit. So what did you think of the Flash? Well, uh, the Flash looked. You know, they don't have a lot going because it's currently in production. Yeah. But uh, it looks interesting. This is going to be the movie that, like, corrects all the bullshit. At least that's what it's supposed to be. We'll see. It looks, from what I could tell, it looked like uh, promising. Uh, The jury's still out, but um, I kind of liked it. Okay, then there was uh, uh, Black Adam. Now that was more of a uh, that was more of a behind the scenes, yeah. Because it was uh, in the rocks talking about he was born to play Black Adam, yeah. but he doesn't seem yeah he doesn't he doesn't really understand. He just keeps calling Black Adam like an antihero. He was never an antihero. No, he was a bad man. I mean, I mean, he evil man. Yeah, he's he, the few times he did do. Uh, stuff that was somewhat noble. It was be, it was to serve his purpose. It was going to help him some way. Right. It wasn't because he decided to be a good guy. So the fact that the cinematic universe is trying to make him an antihero is eh, it's kind of silly. Yeah. So yeah, he's, not and, good, and, he's not a good guy at all. Yeah. And, and no. so it, it just proves to me that he he didn't really he wasn't like a fan of the comics like he says he was because it'd be like trying to portray the joker as a good guy he was just yeah. never a good guy no ever he was never an anti-hero then neither was black adam so you know whatever yeah but um 
yeah, I'm interested in seeing what it is, what it's going to be, because The Rock has kind of he's he's given been given a lot of power with this property. So oh God, yeah, he's it, it rides and it rises and falls on his say so. Yeah, he's given a lot of creative control for this uh, potential franchise. So mm-hmm. we'll we'll see. We'll see. I mean, it's too soon to tell, but we'll see. Is all I'm gonna say about I it. I just love how Pierce Bronson is drooling all over it. You know, and when he said Doctor Fate, I was like, "That's the only character you could play." Well done to the casting people. He's he's Doctor Fate. I would have preferred Odette Fair because he's the voice from the from the animated series. That's just me, but. I have no problem with Pierce Brosnan being uh, Dr. Fate. None at oh, all. I love Pierce. I think he's a great actor and yeah. he brings a he brings a level to like of like class to everything he does. Yeah. No, Although he he's my he, he's he's not my least favorite Bond. He's just he looks good on paper. I mean, he looks the part, but I just don't believe him beating anyone up. I just don't. No. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I got that's what a lot of people said about him is that he looks like Bond, but it, until he threw a punch, and you're like, ah, you're not James Bond, sir. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. you know, but then again, I couldn't see it because he's always been a good looking dude, and it's like I could not see him in a normal job. It's like he was born to be a an actor, you know. This is what. Oh yeah, he's supposed to do. I mean, could you imagine him? And I want to see your manager and Pierce Brosnan walks out. You're like, why are you not in the movie, sir? And how yeah. come I'm not mad anymore? It's like you you look like somebody. <laughs> yeah, you, you look like you're supposed to be somebody, sir. And I don't like it. It's making me uncomfortable. <laughs> um, let's see. Then there was uh uh Shazam. Yeah, which I'm you know, uh that's a it's like you've seen Shazam, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah, it, it it's like a fun kid friendly superhero movie. I took I always see it, we had a lot of fun with it. I, you know, I'm. I don't have a huge stake in Shazam, but I will. I'll watch it when it comes out. I'll, you know, we'll we'll definitely go check it out when it hits the theaters. Oh, absolutely! I'll be there to watch it when it hits the theaters, man. Because it's uh, it's DC's version. I think I feel like of Ant Man. Oh yeah, in a, in a sense, you know, the fun comedic one that makes you laugh, and everything else is so serious, kind of thing. It's light. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. That's, that's why I kind of want to see it. You know, it'll just kind of lighten the mood. Um, Peacemaker. I watched that. Oh God, the trailer for Peacemaker looks awesome. Yeah, it looks pretty. It, it looks good, awesome. Man. I don't like the character that much yet, but I think he'll grow on me to where I'll be like, oh, okay, he's kind of cool. <laughs> I just, I'm not, I'm not in John Cena's as an actor. I'm not in his corner yet, because I, I just never felt like he was gonna after the Marine. I was like, dude, you, you're not a meant to be a movie star, you know. I, 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 I seriously disagree. I think he has what it takes. Uh, Absolutely. You're, you're hung up on the stuff that, because, you know, that movie was a WWE movie. Yes, it was. And anybody that the WWE wants to make a star or tries to make a star, they give them like these shitty little movies. The rock had his bunch before he broke out with, uh, uh, the rundown. He had his, you know, they they gave him parts, bit parts on, on TV shows that they were, you know, that they had a stake in mm-hmm. and uh, give them, you know, they gave them some bullshit stuff. So they, you're, you're the gift, the gift, the dump that on Cena is unfair. You, if you watch yeah. stuff like, uh, check out like, um, 
was that movie he did um, with um, Amy Schumer? Yeah, he was great in that. He was great in that. Um, he was. Hold on, I'm going to pull his stuff up because I've seen a lot of. So why you do that? I'll say this. I think what I mean is, I always knew The Rock. Even from his, even once he came back from his knee surgery as The Rock, I knew he wasn't long for the wrestling business. I knew he was a movie star. You just could look at him and tell. And I just didn't see that immediate from him, from Cena. Like Batista has stunned me that he's such a fat. Batista's a great actor. He's head and shoulders better than the rocket acting. I mean, he just he just is. I don't know how, I don't know why, but Dave Batista can act his 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 Filipino ass off. I mean, he is he's fantastic at everything he does. And I can't wait to watch him in Dune. Yeah, that comes out this Friday. I'm going yeah, to watch I cannot, it on HBO Max. I cannot wait to see him in Dune. And I'm thinking about even getting Apple TV to watch him in C. Because I, I'm a Batista fan as an actor, you know. Mm-hmm. And I just don't see Cena as a as that. But I think he's he's starting to grow on me a bit. Well, he has he great comedic fun. timing. Yes, uh, he does. He, yeah. he, was, he was good. Uh, like I said, he, he's done a, quite a bit of stuff. A lot of wrestling stuff. But the breakout, like uh, he did... Uh, sisters he was and he was good in that um he was good and like i said train wreck i thought After he was really yeah. yeah i thought he was really good in uh the, the latest suicide squad i liked him he held his own with with Idris elbow i'll give him that he really didn't i didn't i didn't think he could hold his own but he did he went he went toe to toe with him and i didn't think he was out of his element you know like i said i feel like he's going to grow on me and he's just not there yet but he was even, plus, I'm not sure what I think about the character, the Peacemaker. I don't know what to think of that guy yet. You know. Well, the Peacemaker in the comics, he does join. Uh, he does become like a good guy or a good-ish guy. Uh, he stops indiscriminately killing. He joins this group <laughs> called uh, Check Checkpoint or Checkmate, mm-hmm. and I, which I think is what the show was about. And. Uh, because, you know, they like, look, you know, you can't do what you used to do and you, you have those rules and stuff. So he ends up like being with them for a while in the comics. I didn't follow him super close, but I did. I do remember that. And you can you, you can Wikipedia his history, his comic history, you know, but um, that character's comic history. Yeah. But um, I don't know. I, 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 I like Cena. I think he has I think even in. In the ridiculousness that was fast, fast, fast nine, uh, he was he was fine. He was fine in it, you know. So he was good. He was decent in that in that movie, huh? He was just playing a straight man. Yeah, he was just playing villain. I mean, from you know, from the third scene, you knew he was going to turn and be a good guy at the end. Just as you, per- knew, you knew in the trailer, he was going to turn. <laughs> well, ev- everybody, in, with the exception of Claire, uh, uh, Charlize Theron, Theron. Every every bad guy ends up being on their team by the end of the movie, right? <laughs> so I mean, it's, it's just, just part of what it is, yeah. And exactly. the fact that he was his brother, I was like his half brother. I was like, oh, he's definitely they're definitely gonna squash. Oh, wait, him. wait, wait. He was a half brother. Yeah, he was a half brother. Ah, there's Vin playing with that racial shit again. I love it when he does that. I that's why it. they had to do it. I love they it. They had to do it. God, I love it when he does that. Like when they could knock around guys, he was half Jewish on his mother's side. I love it. 
God, I love it when he does that. He he, 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 he thinks he can get away with not being black, you fucker. <laughs> I yeah. love it so much. Also, I didn't <laughs> know John was only 44. I thought he was old. I thought he was closer to our age than that. No, no, no. He's relatively young. Yeah, he's still pretty young. He's not even, yeah, 44 years old. Yeah, he's still a 70s baby, so. Oh, yeah. He's still one of us. He's just a little younger. Yeah. And what else is there? Uh, I didn't. What I missed was Aquaman 2. God damn it. That's the trailer I missed. Oh, well, it was more kind of like uh, I didn't see the trailer either. I saw like a behind the scenes type of thing. But, uh, you know, the first Aquaman, it was fine. It was, it was more of a visual spectacle, really. Yeah, it was James Wan. And that guy, he, he knows his shit. Even though the movie he did for uh, HBO Max was just garbage but then you find out it was a parody of those types of movies and then it makes more sense why it was as insane as it was which was uh malignant is that movie on uh, hbo max that sounds familiar for some reason i did a review of it a few weeks ago okay but it was yeah you know aquaman 2 it just it's gonna be more the same it's also directed by james wan you know it, it was fine you know it wasn't great it was fun. It was a little too long. I mean, the movie was two and a half hours, and I don't think it needed to be two and a half hours. Mm-hmm. Aquaman. But, uh, yeah, you know. Did you also see that uh, Amber Heard is uh, being proven a liar about Johnny Depp beating her? Oh, yeah. I, I believe. I never believed Johnny Depp beat her in the first place. She doesn't seem like that type of girl. That, 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 well, little, that little runt Johnny Depp beater. I just didn't. I never believed that from the jump, you know. And now that it's been proven that she beat him, eh, it makes more sense. You know? Yeah, she smacked him around. And, you know, he recorded some stuff and then released it online of them talking. He was, like, talking about how she's always picking fights. She's done some nasty shit. And, you know, I, I'm not, like, a huge Johnny Depp fan. I like Johnny Depp. Yeah. But but he's just a crazy old dude now yes, who, wears way, who wears way too much jewelry. Yeah. He's trying to be Keith Richards, not Keith Richards. Uh Keith um No, it's Keith Richards. The, oh yeah, the, Keith Richards. Yeah. yeah no, you're right. Yeah, okay, okay. And he's 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 just I don't know, Johnny Depp's just out of his mind. But um and he's old as dirt too. He's actually, not he's not he's not that old. He just But looks, he acts like he acts like he's 30 when he's almost 60. That's yeah, what I think. Yeah, he doesn't he does he's not aging well. No, he really isn't. I and I was stunned. I thought he'd age well by how long he kept his looks, but once he hit fifty, it was a fast well, nosedive. Well, dude, he drinks wine like constantly. Uh, that's, that's like a thing. He he drinks wine, and he, I think it's unfair that he's losing his career yeah. because of this. Because she should be also she she shouldn't be able to do what she's doing because she's it's not seeming to affect her at all, even though. She's just lied. She's a you girl, know. though, man, and girls can't hurt boys. Come on. Well, so here's some shit she did. She shit in the bed. He complained. One uh, was one of his online rants that we're, she. We're, we're done at that point. That's, she shit that's... in the bed purposefully. It wasn't like she was drunk or sick. She just shit in the bed and then that's got a. She's a dirty bitch, man. She's a dirty bitch. Amber oh, Heard is a dirty yes. bitch. Oh, <laughs> I might have, I would have popped her for that one. That's disgusting. You don't do that as a grown person unless you're sick. And you're sick, and it happens. There's nothing you can do about that. But to do that on purpose—that's disgusting. Oh, mm. 
Oh, you know what? I had a revelation. Uh, we we're talking since we're talking mostly movie stuff. Um, I had a revelation. Now, okay. uh, Dune is coming out this Friday. I'm excited to see it. Mm-hmm. I went and got the audiobooks. I have Audible. I listen to a lot of audiobooks at work. And uh, I got Dune. I, now, I haven't read Dune since probably high school. And I was listening to it, and about two hours in, I was kind of done with it. I, I forgot how dry and kind of boring Dune is as a book. Yeah, it is. It, now, it, it, now, when I read it, I loved it, but I didn't have a lot to compare it to back then. <laughs> you know, I was, I was 16. Mm-hmm. All I had really to compare it to is Star Wars, which borrows heavily from Dune, and, uh, and maybe a few other smaller, you know, Star Trek. And it, which the, neither of them really are in the same kind of league as far as like content, as far as like what the story is. It's not, you know, they both properties took elements from Dune. But, you know, this book was written in the 60s and it was the first of its kind. So that's why it's such a milestone. Mm-hmm. But I was listening to it. I could not finish it. I was like, God damn, this book kind of sucks. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, and I forgot, like, uh, like the boy who plays Paul Atreides, he's so lanky and young. I'm like, what the fuck? But then I forgot in the book, he's only like 16. So it makes sense. It's actually more accurate than having, you know, uh, McLaughlin play him like he did in the 80s David Lynch version of Dune. Mm-hmm. So it's like, uh, the lad, latest family guy, it's like, um, Seth MacFarlane finally admits that he needs to pull away from the 80s because Peter says that, literally. And John, the ghost of John Hughes shows up in the in the episode and talks about how you got to understand that we really were just throwing shit up against the wall and trying to see what's stuck in the 80s. And it's not a decade to be admired. We did a lot of horrible things in the 80s. And it's like your revelation with the book. Seth MacFarlane had the same revelation about the 80s now. It's like, Dude, the 80s weren't that great when you look at it from a standpoint of movie making. He re- he reenacted, uh, uh, what was it, uh, Caddyshack, and he rocket launched the uh, gopher, and he blew it to smithereens. He was like, it didn't escape? No, dummy, it didn't. And it's like, but it's supposed to get away. No, no, it's not. Or remember the 18. All the gunfire the 18 did, and nobody got hit by a ricochet. Nobody died. Are you fucking kidding me? Well, yes. Yeah. The 80s were, it wasn't the glorious decade I think a lot of people well, want it to be when you well, think I back think that, it. yeah, I agree. I think there was some cool stuff, but I think that happens with every generation. They romanticize their formative, the decade of their formative years. Yeah. yeah. Because when we were in the 80s, it was all about the 70s. Very true. Yeah. I mean, when we were in the 90s, it was all about the 70s. Oh, right, 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 yeah. And when we were, like, you know, going in high school and dating and stuff, it was all about the 70s. And, you know, and, you know, in the 70s, it was all about the 50s. It was just, you know, every every generation kind of romanticizes their formative years. And, uh, yeah, for us, it was the 80s. I mean, there's a lot of, I have a lot of fond memories of 80s stuff. Like, remember this? Yeah. 
Yeah, you know, but, but it's good to look at as a nostalgia thing, but to try and really analyze it, you're going to be disappointed. <laughs> you'll, oh, be yeah. real, you'll be real yeah. disappointed. I mean, you look at, I mean, you really think about the government and Ronald Reagan. I mean, it was the crack, that was the crack decade for Christ's sake, man. Yeah, yeah. Iran Contra. I mean, it was an, it, that, that decade when he got rid of the fairness doctrine led to Fox News and all this shit that we have now. The 80s was greed was good. It wasn't that great of a decade, man, for, for most people. It just wasn't. I mean, they're not, a lot of the movies that were made, especially the comedies, they were horrible comedies, mm-hmm. man. I mean, stereotypes, oh, what's all happening? Oh, it's so fuck. It's like, what? Who talks like that? What the hell is this? You well, know? A- Asian people talk like that. That's uh, who. Yeah, apparently <laughs> they do. You know, it's like, no. Duh, Marcel. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I, um, this is totally off topic, but it's in the in the realm of TV and movies, uh, you know, I, I still watch SNL, mm-hmm. and uh, Kim Kardashian, yeah, I heard who that. is she's a vapid, you know, she's she's a she's a vacuum, mm-hmm. but she was actually kind of funny on SNL. It That's made me not, it made me not dislike her, yeah, and she even poked fun at herself and at her marriage with Kanye. I was like, "Good, good for you! You're what a way to be a good sport." I, I thought it was kind of cool that she was uh, actually is like that. Actually, wasn't bad that she was on the show because I really was ready to just fast forward through all of it until I got to the only part I really care about, which is you know the news. Uh, I love, I love like the Michael Che and um, uh, Jost. You know, I like I like their news segment, but she was actually pretty good on it. That's what I've heard. Everything I read said that she was actually really fucking fantastic uh, doing that. Her her, her 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 skit on there, all the stuff she did was really top notch. Yeah. And they said the same thing you said. She was a good sport about all the bits they wrote for her to do. And I was like, okay, well, I still don't understand why she's famous and rich, but well, I know why she's famous and rich. Well, I think we all know. Well, she's a white girl that, that first wanted to have a real fat ass. I mean, let's just be real. I and mean, that's she that's made all. she made it okay for you know for white girls to have a big butt, I guess, or to at least flaunt it. But she's more Armenian. And are they really white? Yeah, and also is her ass really real? No, it's no, fake. it's fake. Yeah. Because I've seen the before pictures and yeah, you don't look like that. Well, here, here, here's the thing. She had an ass, and then she just added and exaggerated what she already had, and now it's just ridiculous. Yeah, now, it now it's just like doesn't even look real. And I just don't understand having all the dudes she could have had babies with. She had it with that lunatic Kanye West. You seen those him in that white face mask he's wearing now? In- no, I've given up on Kanye. Oh, dude, it's like, what is your problem, man? I. You're insane. It's like I just I, you're crazy. Oh, also, I saw this great TikTok, by the way, where this guy said R. Kelly's about to sing the song of 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 of, of the of the guy ratting everybody out. And he said, So let's get this straight now. Kanye uh uh R. Kelly did not kill himself. <laughs> he did, he does not depressed, he did not uh slip in the shower, he's not sick. So when he does die, remember we remember you heard it here first that uh, nothing's wrong with him. So when they kill him, because apparently R. Kelly's going to name all the names, Jack, 
Yeah, that's what I heard. I can't wait. He's like, probably even consider making up some shit. (laughs) I know. You know who's going to come out first is Russell Simmons. I've heard a lot of shitty things about him over the years that he is. He's like, he's just like R. Kelly, dude. Yeah, and I'm like, it doesn't surprise me. The music industry is one of the dirtiest places you can be, man. I mean, you're talking about a person's lifelong dream, you know, and they'll do whatever they got to do to get it. And these guys take advantage of that shit, man. And I've, 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 God, I, I, I know he's coming out. I know it's gonna. I know Russell Simmons is gonna get hit. I just don't want to hear if Quincy, Quincy Jones getting hit. That's the only one I'm concerned about. Oh God, no! Don't do that to Quincy. See, that's what I'm saying. Please don't let Quincy be part of this, man. That, that would that would actually make me sad. I wouldn't be shocked, but I'd be sad, you know, if, if it's if it's Quincy because I I got such a he's on such a high pedestal for me. <laughs> I just don't want to see him knocked off it. But I'm and I'm sure he'll he'll probably come out too, and uh, it's gonna be ugly. But it has to happen, you know. I I feel like it has to happen. I wish Epstein hadn't have been murdered. I wanted to see him just just knock every all the former presidents down, everybody. I hope his wife opens up his black book. I really do. I want to see all these fuckers fall. All of them. Oh, it would make me so happy. Oh, I also watched uh, Dan Show, uh, Snowden's, Snowder, I think is his name. Dan, Dan Soder. Soder. Dude, his comedy was so fucking funny, man. I like Dan Soder. I'm a big fan of his. I and am the, too. He is hilarious. And they, I listen to the podcast he does, or podcast. It's a, it's a, um, not a podcast, but a um, radio show he does on Sirius with uh, Jay Okerson, Big Jay Okerson. Uh, but Dan, he does like the voices and stuff. Did you watch his stand up on HBO? I watched it. Yes, I sure did. When he talked the end, when he talked about Hulk Hogan raping him, <laughs> what you yeah. gonna do is Dan Snowder won't tell on you, brother. I yeah, until I yeah, cried. Like, that was so like, yeah, I'm just damaged enough. And he's like, yeah, he could have had this ass. <laughs> it was so funny. Uh, murdered his grandmother. That was hilarious. <laughs> now Dan Snowder is one of my. He's he's he's. He's uh becoming one of my favorites. That guy's just naturally funny. And Stephanie watched the special and didn't like it that much. She just screamed it wasn't funny, and I'm like, you just have no sense of humor. This is your wife does not count. I'm sorry. I know Stephanie. I she doesn't disagree. count. She doesn't yeah. count. Anyone who is the head of the fan club for uh, what was that awful passions? passions. Somebody, anyone listening, look up. Soap opera passions. It was the worst, yeah. the worst soap opera ever. And it was so insanely dumb. Yeah, it was awful. I saw a couple episodes. His wife was the head of the this chapter's fan club. Mm-hmm. Went, yeah, you know, went to conventions to to to, to see these people. Uh, she doesn't count. She just Mm-mm. had her her taste is null and void. <laughs> his his uh, Dan Soder's uh, thing about the Tucson necktie on this is not happening. That's mm-hmm. when I discovered him. I was like, oh my god, that's the funniest story I've ever heard in my entire life. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that was this this dude is like he's he's got it as far as comedy. But I'll say this about the special: it started off really slow, and I almost turned it off 
until about halfway through, and then all of a sudden it just picked up, and I was like, oh, yeah, because he's more of a he's more of a storyteller. He's not a really about his life, and he weaves in jokes, humor in that, and that's you know, yeah, yeah, it's kind of a slow burn, but once he gets going, you're in, you know, yeah, like when he talked to his mother about uh, she tried to she got that print out of the lady pouring the milk on herself, yeah, (laughs) with the head down, like you knew, I knew that you did that, right? He's like, I thought I tricked you. When he said that his mother told him that I wanted you to believe that you tricked me because without a father figure, you'd be choking, you'd be choking out hookers in your thirties. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh my God, that's so funny. Hey, yeah. hey, hey like, oh, that makes sense why she said with every meal, oh, I guess you want milk with that. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. That was good stuff. Oh, and then I watched uh, Jimmy Yang. I don't know if you even know who that guy is. Um, Yes, I do. Uh, okay. His his special, uh, the Jimmy Yang destroys the world, or something like that. Something like that. I wasn't very good. I mean, it. Was oh, okay. I thought he was. I like. I like his delivery. It's just so. I'm telling jokes. You will laugh at my jokes. That's <laughs> kind of like his delivery style. I think we're yeah. talking about the same guy, Jimmy Jimmy O Yang, uh, five foot five inch comedian. Uh, let's see, what is he on? Uh, he's on some show. Uh, career, television, television, television. Here we go. Two broke girls, Agent of Shield. Okay, yeah, we're talking about the same guy. Yeah, this guy. And uh, I was like, okay, I I had seen the trailer so many times on Prime last night. I was like, all right, fuck it, I'm gonna watch this shit, see if it's any good. Yeah, it just didn't. He didn't pull me in. You know, it wasn't it wasn't what I thought it was gonna be. I thought it was gonna be funnier, but it wasn't terrible. It just wasn't great. I did, however, like the fact that his father got more roles than he did on his first try out. Now, that was funny. Yeah. I don't know why you're struggling, boy. This is easy. First try <laughs> out, I, got, I got roles on the on the one of the on the most popular show in China. I'm yeah. like, oh, that's gotta kind of hurt a little bit. It stings a bit. Oh, think? Uh, speaking of comedians, uh, my oh, I I have a girlfriend now. Her name is Cashel. She's very awesome. And this is this is why she this is not why she's awesome. It is one of the many reasons why she's awesome. We were talking about comedians and who we liked, and I mentioned Bill Burr, and then that was the end of it. And, and then I get like a day later, uh, she got us Bill Burr tickets. So I'm going to see Bill Burr when he comes to town in uh, next year. I'm so jealous. I am tempted to buy those tickets myself to go. I'm so jealous because I love Bill Burr. I watch his specials over and over and over again. The guy is a great. He's one of the greats. He's one of the living legends as far as I'm concerned. There's like Chappelle, Burr. Uh, Cat, uh, I think Cat Williams is a legend too. Yeah, she's a I'm big Cat Williams fan. fan. I'm not I the like biggest Cat fan of Cat Williams, but I get why people like Cat Williams. There you go. That's how I describe it too. Yeah. Yeah. I, like, did you know my my uh, my cousin uh, is his, is one of his hairdressers? Did I ever tell oh, you that? No, but I do. I, I tell you that I know the guy that he when he came to Portland and he got into it made national news. He kind of got into it with an Uber driver. Yeah, yeah, you did tell me that. Story I knew that Uber driver, yeah. <laughs> and that's that that that's how he met my cousin was through that accident. Oh, really? He, yeah, he needed his hair done and he didn't have anywhere to go. And he happened to be near my cousin's shop. And he went in there and there are pictures all over of Sheree and K 
Cat Williams, funny thing is, I, I always call Cherie Little Mama because she's like five feet nothing. She's so small and yet so fucking mean. I would never cross her. And I love her to death, but I would not cross her. And she's, she said I'm her favorite relative, and she wouldn't do nothing to me, but I'm, she still scares me a little bit. And that's, that's on the serious side. She, she scares me a little bit. Um, Cat Williams and her are looking eye to eye, and I'm like, I said, Cherie, he's really that small? She's like, yeah, he's really tiny, Marcel. You don't understand how small he is. It's kind of cute, really, how little he is. And I was like, oh, Cat Williams is cute small. I wish I could have met him. She's like, I wouldn't have let you into the shop. I was like, really? Your own flesh and blood, your favorite cousin. She's like, no, because you would not have been nice. You would have said something just to piss him off. Yeah, and jeopardize done, her, her, her thing she had yeah, going. Or done something monumentally stupid because you thought it was funny. And I wouldn't, uh, no, I wouldn't have let you in. Oh, I'm sad now that you know me so well. <laughs> I would have <laughs> tried to piss him off or done something stupid just because, you know, I, I don't know why. I just don't think I could have held it. I didn't, he. He's so strange. He's an odd duck. I mean, he uh, did, I didn't know this about him, but he like adopted like eight kids. Adopted, really? Adopted, yeah. And he just, did, you know, no mother or anything. Just a, he just he adopted a bunch of kids, and this isn't like recent. This is back. You know, they're probably all adults or or at least in college age now at the time. Because I remember he was on the Stern show. And uh, and Howard was talking to him, and uh, he was like, "Do you have any you know, special someone?" He's like, "No, but I have like, have, like you have any kids?" Like, "Yeah, I got like eight. And I'm like, "Well, where's the wife?" He's like, "Oh, there is none. I adopted all of them." Yeah, seven adopted children, one biological seven. son. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Just uh, uh, good for which you, is though. very noble, but he's out of his mind. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> he's like crazy. Yeah, no, he is. He, I think he's certifiable. I something's wrong with Cat Williams. I, I'm, I'm looking at all the incidences he's had, the legal issues. It's almost like a, it's a half a page on Wikipedia. Yeah, you know, arrested, 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 arrested. Or like arrested, the time arrested. where he challenged that that uh, that high school kid, and that kid whooped his ass. The kid was I, like, while the kid's whooping his ass, like, I don't want to fight you. I don't want to fight you. <laughs> and he's just beating the shit out of Cat Williams. Like, I, I don't want to do this. That. I don't want to do that, this. I thought that was fake, but it wasn't. No, it was not fake. And I was like, dude, you just got pummeled by a 16-year-old. But then again, like I said, he's literally five foot nothing, a hundred and nothing pounds. I don't think Cat Williams weighs more than 130 pounds. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, I so I mean, if you're that small, you better carry a gun because you're, you're getting to the point where, where, like I said, 15, 14, 15 year old kids are not afraid of you. <laughs> Cat was a mess around and get raped. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's why that scene in Friday was so funny. I like my fish flopping. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, that whole movie is just him trying to avoid getting raped by, uh, yeah. by what's his name? Um, that was that was, was that, that was Terry Crews. Yeah, it was Terry Crews. Yeah, before he was Terry Crews. I mean, he was he became whatever he is now. Step and fetch. Yeah. <laughs> God, I hate that man because I was so loving Brooklyn Nine Nine, but I can't watch it anymore because of him, and I hate it so. I much. liked him when everybody hates Chris. I thought he was a great, great. You know, he played the dad. He was in that, but I just can't. He's so so dumb. Yeah, it, I just black, can't. It, black you know, supremacy, nigga. Please, it's, oh, not even like, a come, thing. it's not even a fucking thing. It's not a thing, man. Because who are we gonna oppress? 
We got no power. We can't impress nobody, dummy. Uh, oh, just want to slap his slap the taste out of his mouth, man. But you know, whatever. He he's just he's just an ignorant nigga. So do do it do what you do, man. I don't I don't I don't care. I, I just I just don't care anymore. Oh, uh, have you been keeping up with Kyrie Irving, by the way? No. Why? What happened? Uh, they have decided to send him home, and they're going to pay him only half his salary now <laughs> until he gets vaccinated, which that means he's going to lose about $25 million this year, maybe oh. more. Oh, I, I have zero sympathy. I really do. At but he's this... the voice for the voiceless, man. Don't you appreciate that? He's a fucking moron. I don't I just don't have any patience or time for these idiot these non-vax idiots I know just read a fucking book it is history repeating itself there's the same idiots saying the same shit 70 years ago the exact same shit when you know they were vaccinating for smallpox for the Spanish flu, for polio, fucking polio. And they're like, don't do it. It's going to kill you. Anyone listening, anyone listening that isn't vaxxed and has these same believes this stupid shit. They're vaxxed. If you're in the military, you have to get a vaccination. You have to. No choice. Yep. Zero. Now, the U.S. has always been about their military. They're not trying to kill their military. Yeah, that should, that should, that, that should be a clue right there. Yeah. You're not gonna if, kill if the military is doing it, you should be doing it. Yeah, it's okay. If the, if the military is doing it, I should let you know it's okay. Because- if they, if now the U.S. said, no, no, no that, you know, giving it is all up to the person, personal choice for the military. You might have an argument, but they, they're not trying to fuck up what they have been doing for the last 500 years. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. So they're not trying to fuck that up. So if they're, it means if they're making their military do it, it means because it's a good reason because COVID's fucking killing people. Mm-hmm. They're talking about, I think it's in New York where half the cops may, uh, May lose, may may walk off the force and not be a cops because they won't. Good, be good. You saw, good. you saw, you saw what happened in Seattle. There's something like 115 just left, you know, walked out because they didn't want to get vaccinated. That's 115 good. stupid cops we don't need. Good. good. We now should do it in every state. And you know what? Now we can maybe make some real change in the police force. Now, if they, if enough of them do that. If enough yeah. of them walk out, we can get some real change in there now. Maybe that's for the maybe I think maybe that's part of the plan. Uh, you know, that, that, that might be part of the the big person upstairs plan, you know, for change. Because that's the perfect way to do it. Oh, you don't want to get vaccinated? Bye. Okay, now we'll hire people a little more carefully and yeah. we'll train them a little better and we'll get these fuckers out of here and we're good to go. Now you that's a good way to that's perfect. I hope I hope 80% of them quit. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's just it's all the idiots. Just let them go. Fucking let them go. I love how they're making a big sense. Like, sure, you're going to miss us when we're gone. No, not really. No, Get not the really. fuck out. You're Get your unvaccinated ass the fuck out. Yeah, you're replaceable. These cops sometimes forget you're very replaceable. They act like they're not replaceable. No, no, no. You're not a brain surgeon. Okay, yeah. you're not like and I hate to say his name, but he's he's irre- he was irreplaceable during his time. Ben Carson was the only guy who could separate conjointed twins from their heads. 
He could do that, and he did it. He's irreplaceable when it comes to stuff like that. You're not, okay? Yeah. You're not. Very, we've talked about this in person and on the air. Very few people are replaceable in this world or, yeah. or, or aren't replaceable. Cops, yeah, you're very replaceable. Oh, hell yeah. You know, it's like you're like you're like you're like the guy who shakes the fries up. You're not you're not that big of a deal. No. You know, anybody can do your job. So stop it. Stop it. Yeah. You know? But it's just oh God. I just the voice for the voiceless. He said that the government shouldn't be allowed to mess with your body. I was like, they're about to tell women they have to carry a baby even if they've been raped. That's what they're doing in Texas. It's already been done. Yeah. So why don't you protest that? Because but, it, but it doesn't fit what they're doing. Yeah. It, doesn't, it doesn't affect them. Yeah. <laughs> so and why would they care? It's like it's ridiculous, man. It's like it's like I'd be, I'd be more I'd be more on his side if he was willing to sit out over that. I mean, like, right on. But this vaccination is trying to save you. Hell, I got vaccinated, and you know how against that I was for months. I was against it, but it finally dawned on me. I, I got to do this, man, because this this is killing people, and I don't want to give this to someone and I and I don't want to die from it and enough people have gotten it to where I don't think anything bad's going to happen let's go ahead and knock this shit out and I knocked it out and I'm fine uh, it's time to do it and I'm then, already I'm already waiting uh, I'm already in line to get a booster yeah I, I probably won't be able to get a booster for a while no you just got yours not what through two three months ago yeah, babe. Yeah, it was like in. So yeah, you gotta wait like yeah, wait like eight to ten months before you can even consider a booster. Yeah, that's what I mean. I'm I'm nowhere near time for a booster shot. But you know, and also I like the fact that this pandemic, this virus, has also opened up the workforce. Man, people are quitting their jobs left and right. And you know, if I if I was back in the workforce, I could probably negotiate a job. You know, in retail, paying me twenty five bucks an hour with all the experience I have and everything. And I'm vaccinated and not willing to quit. It's a it's the perfect time to get paid working, man. This is you, the perfect time to get paid. Well, we we have quite a hiring surge at, at work. That's what I mean. I'm, yeah, I'm not surprised. People are quitting left and right, not just because they don't want to get vaccinated, but because they're tired of their job. You know, they want to because they, they want something out. better. Yeah, they want yeah. something better. They want to be happy at work. And I'm like, I have never heard an entire generation talk about being happy at work. They always, always, you work, and that's just what you do. You know, that's just what we're put here to do. <laughs> if you get a job that you hate, and you make money, and you live, and then you die. You know, it's, that's all I've ever heard. Being happy at what you do? What is, what is that? I don't even know what that means. To be happy at work? I haven't been happy at work since I worked at the movie theater, but I didn't get paid enough to really be happy. You know, if I was really getting paid, I never would have left the movie theater, but I wasn't getting paid enough. I probably get paid now. Yeah. Everything's 15, 20 bucks an hour now, you know, but you know, anyway, I, I just wanted to bring up Kyrie because he's losing so much money, man. That I, I yeah. Think, I, I, yeah. I fuck him. Good. I'm glad he's losing money. Well, folks, we are hitting that time, and uh, when this episode is over, there's a review of Halloween Kills with Ed and myself. Oh, yeah. When does that come out? It's been out. I already saw it. Oh, shit. I didn't know that. It, it came out last Friday, and it came out simultaneously on Peacock, 
Yes, right. You did say that. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to get it on Peacock, but then I was like, I'm only buying it for Peacock. And then I realized, oh, yeah, my Regal membership, it will cost me nothing to go see it. So I went to see it in the theater and it was pretty fucking good. And it was brutal. Let me ask you a quick question before we go. I know we're about to sign off. Yes. Very serious question. You said once before, and I know what is it? Wes Craven is is the Halloween guy. No, John Carpenter is John Halloween. Carpenter. Wes Craven John is uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Nightmare on Elm Street. Okay, I know he said that Michael Myers is a real human being and not mystical and magical and not like all that. But how is that possible? How is he surviving all this stuff if he's not some sort of manifestation of evil and is more than human? I don't understand that. That always confused me because he shouldn't have survived as long as he has if he's human. And this is, I'm being serious, a serious discussion because I don't, I don't, I can't wrap my head around why he would say that about this character because I've seen almost all the Halloween. Well, okay. Well, John Carpenter is only responsible for the first movie and he wrote the second one and produced the second one. Okay. Everything, and where, where Michael Myers was just a very hard to kill crazy person right and uh and that's what john carpenter wanted but all the other sequels after three because three had nothing to do with michael myers it was more of what john carpenter excuse me john carpenter wanted to do which was make an anthology series like halloween was one movie with michael myers and then the second one would be a different movie a totally different you know he wanted to do that they're all called halloween but all different stories but from four on they added you know they made him more uh, the you know because they were just calling him the shape they they other creatives just started adding to the lore you know they made him uh like just the the perf- like the physical embodiment of evil incarnate and then there was like the cults that kind of worshiped him and and that that's not John Carpenter so uh, that's not John John Carpenter's only do responsible for one and two and um and sense. now these new ones, the 2018 Halloween, even though it should, it's kind of misleading because it's not a remake, it's a sequel to the first movie. Now these new ones, this new trilogy, because uh, Halloween, Halloween Kills, which just came out, and then Halloween Ends, what comes out next, uh, Halloween of next year, or October of next year, um, these are all sequels to the first one. Oh. So. Okay. So. Uh, the second movie, or the or Halloween, the twenty eighteen, they actually say something like, "This guy is seven years old. How dangerous could he be when he when he got out?" But it's pretty fucking dangerous. And this, uh, <laughs> but um, Halloween Kills, he they're kind of leaning into the they're kind of going, they're kind of steering into lightly. That he is something else, right? Uh, so, you know, Carpenter is not what Carpenter wanted, but Carpenter at this point is retired from making movies. Pretty much, he's just producing, and you know, just put, you know, being, being a, a producer of sorts and just getting a check and approving scripts. But he's not really involved in the, the creative aspect as much anymore. 
okay. So Michael Myers is now they're leading into him being actually the boogeyman. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, this last movie, I mean, Ed and I will get into it, but this last movie, um, which is really good, and a lot of people don't like it. Some people don't like it. Some people like it. I like it because it actually, you spend a lot of time with the people of the town. It made the town a character, mm-hmm. and that's like the first time in this lore that that's happened. Haddonsville? And, Haddonsville? Yeah. yeah. I mean, like the citizens, it ends, I'm a slight spoiler, but it ends with him just basically getting jumped by all the townspeople that are tired of living in fear, and but it doesn't end the way they want it. <laughs> well, probably not. I'm sure it is very brutal. Well, that's why, that's why we're going to have Halloween ends, because the shit goes down in the ending. It gets pretty, pretty fucking pretty fucking bleak and do they also talk about his motivation what is his real motivation i mean who is he trying to kill or just because he seems to be fixated on that town and that house but what is he after what will make him stop but that that is kind of what this movie was about is like why what is his motivation because it's part of the movie you're following laurie strode and you're like, he's coming for her. And then you realize, no, no, he's not. Uh, she was in his way. And he he, he kind of wants to, he's kind of a completist, I guess. He's like, <laughs> yeah, I was supposed to kill you. You were supposed to be dead. So I got to make sure you're dead. But uh, some shit happens. I don't want to give it away because I actually want people to see this movie. And it's actually doing well already. It's already made $50 million. In the in during the during its opening weekend during a fucking pandemic, the movie already made the movie only it was budgeted for twenty. You know, usually when you market a movie, it's usually matches or two thirds of the budget. So we're talking at the most probably forty million. It's already ten million in the black. So it, it's it's going. You know, Halloween ends. We'll we'll get here because it's already written. They're already in production. But um, yeah, I'm surprised it's not being filmed. I mean, I, I well, they shot it. they shot uh, Halloween and Halloween Kills at the same time. So when we saw the first one in 2018, which is crazy because some of the stuff that goes down in this movie is so relevant to what's happening now. It's almost like they predicted what was going to happen because you know they shot that in 28. They shot this movie that we're watching in 2018. Or, or in twenty, actually twenty seventeen, because it came out in twenty eighteen. Because they did Halloween and Halloween Kills at the same time. Interesting. Okay, uh, on the Peacock Network, huh? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So five bucks, and you can watch it. Well, I can, uh, I can afford it. So I, maybe I'll, maybe I'll snatch it up. I'll give you the, uh, the password, and also you can have. Uh, oh yeah. Network as well. Oh, thank you, you. You know, motherfuckers share that stuff, man. You know, oh, yeah. Yeah, I share my uh, Disney Plus and my HBO Max with you guys. So Yeah, that's what I mean. That's just what, <laughs> that's what, that's what, what you do, man. I remember when Netflix was going to try to make, they did for a while, and they lost a ton of memberships. Yeah, they stopped that shit real quick. Yeah, yeah they were like, oh, shit, they're going away. We got to, okay, you can share your passwords. You can do it. Okay, sorry, sorry. Yeah, that was uh, like. Come on, man. You can't stop that, man. That's just what we do. You know, it's you're still getting paid. You're just not getting paid as much. Yeah, I mean, you come know. on. I mean, it's, I mean you're it's, still making what is it? Something like eight billion? No, 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 it's not that much. Something like five billion a month. Yeah, they make calm, a shit ton of money. It's like calm the fuck down. Yeah, like how, <laughs> much, how much do you need to make? You know what I mean? 
But then again, I'm an American, so I can't say that without backlash. You can't tell somebody how much money they can make. Nigga, you're worth $25 billion. When do you think enough's enough? It's never enough until you have it all. What? <clears throat> what? Really? Oh, also, before we go, um, I'm so sick of this feud between these old fucks, George Takai and William Shatner. You both, oh, are, you both have both feet in the grave. Shut up about your old feud that was like 80 years ago. Knock it off. What? Uh, was there something new come to light? After Shatner went to space, George Takai just went off and just started lipping off about how much he hated Shatner and I wish the thing would have gone down. A bunch of stuff. Shatner hit back. And I'm like, you guys are too old for this shit. Literally. You both are almost. Shatner's 90. Yeah, and Takai's gotta be 80 something what's the problem here guys let this shit go you're really in your twilight it's time to time to move on off that shit because nothing you could have done 50 60 years ago could be worth continuing this feud nothing I mean did did, did Shatner rape Takai or something I don't I don't I don't get this shit yeah he's made his professional life hell and I think that's what it was I mean there's I mean I, I, you know, there's people I don't like that I to this day don't like, and I, I, I don't, I, I, but I just, I just tend to just cut them out of my existence. You know, they don't exist to me anymore. But uh, there's a reason why uh, when Scotty died, he had it in his in you know, one of his last words is in his, you know, when he had his funeral, it was that. He wanted everyone to come, you know, but that Shatner. he worked, but Shatner. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that says a lot. I mean, everybody on that cast has doesn't have anything really nice to say. Even Nichols, who is nice to everybody, she just, she just rather not say anything at all when it comes to Shatner. So he must have been a real bastard. Yeah, he had to have been. I mean, Takai's 84 years old, and I'm like... Let it go, man. Please. I just don't like to see people this old fighting over something that happened 60 years ago. It's like, oh, it's I old. get it. I get it. It's 60 years ago. You guys should be enjoying the final years of your lives. And this is, this, it really is. You're almost done. You know? Yeah. Nicole Nichols is 88 years old. And I think she has dementia, is what I've been hearing. Oh, that's too uh, bad. Yeah, it really is. I mean, I, I keep thinking about people with dementia. It's like I I've always wondered what what do they see when they see a relative? I mean, it, do they see the same face but they can't make the connection or do they see another face and don't recognize it? You know what I mean? Well, I've always wondered what that is. It, 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 it it's different for everybody. Uh like uh I remember uh I had an ex who's grandmother had had dementia and she didn't remember her granddaughter who was taking care of her and she saw every day but when she saw me who i hadn't seen her in years she remembered me and okay. yeah she remembered me she's like oh my god david it's been so long since i've seen you she remembered me and i hadn't seen this woman in like two three years or for actually longer than that but uh, but she can remember her own granddaughter who she sees every day. So it's different for everybody. Wow, that's weird. That is very weird. 
Yeah. But hey, I mean, it's it's an awful disease, man. I mean, that's just. Oh yeah, you're just losing yourself slowly. Uh, it's it's, like, it's terrible. Yeah, I, I it's it's one of the, it's one of the diseases and Parkinson's. I just wouldn't, I wouldn't wish that on almost anybody. You know, I mean, to to for to not know who you are, to not know who your family is. My grandmother, uh, she had a, she had that when she died, uh, dementia. I was like, I was maybe 17 when she passed. I remember telling my mom, I was like, I really wish she'd hurry up and die because this is not a way to live. My mother thought I was cold as ice for saying that. I was like, yeah, but this is not, this is not how you want to, how you want to be. She doesn't even know who I am. Uh-huh. Why would you want to, why would you want to live like that? You know? But then again, I couldn't have lived like uh, Stephen Hawking's lived either. You know, I couldn't, he knew everything, but he was just a head. Yeah, brain. Stephen Hawking might have been a might as well have been like in Futurama, a brain in a jar. You know that body was absolutely useless, and I was like, I couldn't live like that, dude. Put me down. Just, just, just let me find out whatever's next. Nothing, something, but I can't, I can't, I can't be like that, man. I, oh, <laughs> anyway. So, well, that's a great note to end on. Awesome. Death. <laughs> Yay. All right, folks, we will see you next week. All right. Peace out, everybody. Hello, I'm Damon. Hey, everyone. It's Ed. And uh, this is like the horror corner. Uh, uh, The redheaded stepchild to uh, Black Nerd Radio. We just do horror (laughs) reviews. Just do horror reviews. And tonight's episode is... Uh, it's going to be, we talk about some spoilerific stuff, folks. It's been out a week now, all two weeks now. So yeah. uh, we're reviewing, ho- yeah, reviewing uh, Halloween Kills. Um, and I'll just do a quick synopsis of what it, you know, the sequel, uh, it's, uh, the saga of Michael Myers and Laurie Strode continues in the next thrilling chapter of the Halloween series. Now, this is two of three. We saw in 2018, we saw Halloween. Which is oddly titled. It should have been called something, you know, other than just the the same as the first one. But it just, it just seemed to turn into a Halloween twenty eighteen. Yeah, so it's, it's Halloween twenty eighteen. Halloween kills, and next year we have Halloween ends. Um, this is directed by David Gordon Green. It's mostly known for uh, uh, well, the first Halloween. Uh, Joe, and he's also directed Halloween Kills, and I heard he was given the reins to do a new Exorcist trilogy, redoing the Exorcist. Oh, so that should be good. Yeah, let's see. Let's see how that one goes. But we're here to talk about Halloween Kills. Um, it takes place literally the same night as uh, uh, Halloween Night 2018. It continues uh, from the last scene of the last movie. Yeah, and, you can watch them back to back. <laughs> oh yeah, 100%. Yeah. And uh Michael gets out of the burning house because some good intentioned firemen who didn't know who they were saving <laughs> went down to put the fire out cuz the, the last movie ended on a fire and Jason or Jason, Jesus. Michael Myers <laughs> Michael Myers gets out and pretty much wreaks havoc. But yeah, he- in a nutshell, I, I just uh, jumping ahead. I really, really like this one. I like this a lot. I liked it a lot. 
Um, I enjoy. Um, he definitely the carnage definitely went up. This is the most brutal I've ever seen of a Halloween movie. Of yeah, all he, of all of them. This one he's taking seems... damage himself, and he still keeps ticking. <laughs> yeah, which leads me to believe they're kind of going to st- because you know this last Halloween movie, uh, they kind of want to stay grounded in reality, and you know because you know there was even like a, I think there was a throwaway. Well, he's seventy years old. How dangerous could he be? Uh, right. appar- apparently pretty dangerous yeah <laughs> by the end of uh, both of these movies he gets shot like four or five times by the end yeah so i think they're steering back into he is driven by something otherworldly mm-hmm. you know and uh because yeah he's when he gets out you know when in the, that opening scene when he gets out of the house and he's gonna yeah. kill all the firemen I, mean, I, <laughs> yeah. I I like that scene. I remember I was talking to you and your wife Nancy about it, but she didn't like the fact that they seemed to kind of bottleneck when they were fighting him. And all movies, my all movies do that. Yeah, yeah. I I gave it a pass because it because it was fun to watch that scene. Mm-hmm. I didn't even I didn't even think about that they are just going at him one at a time instead of like or one or two at a time because he would have I you know there was a few times where he had both hands occupied with somebody. <laughs> there was even a small petition I heard that they wanted people wanted that scene removed because it was firemen. Oh, that's just fucking ridi- yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. I forgot who was someone behind the scenes said, "Well, nobody made a petition for the kid in the first one." So it's kind of weird. No, that's just stupid. It's yeah. just stupid. It's a fucking movie. It was a fun scene. It was badass. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so now we're going to cherry pick who the victims can be? That's so fucking stupid. <laughs> but it was I'm only not... 400 that signed it. Yeah, 400 dumbasses. <laughs> but uh, it was... Uh... I thought it was pretty good. Uh, I enjoyed it. Like I didn't go in there like expecting, you know, Forrest Gump or Philadelphia. Like this is a slasher movie about a man in the sixties going out killing people with a kitchen knife. Yeah, well, man, as, man in his seventies actually. As long as he's is the story's kind of legit and the acting's good, which I, I I always like Judy Greer. She's always good, whatever she's in. Yeah, which kind of I me. Mean, I did not expect. To see her demise at the end. That was I, a big, big twist. I did not see that coming. Well, she was standing, you know standing in that spot because, and when I give away too much, they make a point of what was he looking at when he was staring out the window because he was staring out the window a lot in the last movie and he did it in the original movie. And uh, <laughs> they kind of touch on what uh, what it could possibly be. But uh, I she, magic. Yeah, you think the movie's over and and uh, she, well, she stabs and she she plunges a knife in the back of his neck, and, and he uses. <laughs> yeah, which he pulls out and kills like fifteen townspeople with. It was kind of crazy. He brought a knife to a gunfight and won. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was. Um, but I think on this one he wins. Oh well, yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, it, it, this was definitely the Empire Strikes Back of the series. You know, the, you know, the Empire, you know, the, the bad guys win in, the, in Empire. So it was definitely, it definitely had that feel because it, you know, what, one thing I liked about this movie, it made the, it made the town a character. You know what I mean? 
the townspeople. Yeah, you never really got into, you never really got into the people there, and and how no one's really moved on from it. And it, they're just you know it's forty year old murders, but yet they're still affected by it. And, mm-hmm. and and it was I don't know, and and it kind of got into the mania people get into, you know. Oh, and that they, poor innocent man and made and, it jump. You know, and how they have like a slogan and it just kind of gets evil dies tonight, which is kind of crazy. Because if you think about yeah. it, this movie was shot at the same time the first Halloween was shot. So let's say 2017 because they're to, uh, Halloween came out in 2018. Mm-hmm. So I they, had they sh- made 2018 first and then made like after no, they, it came out. When they released the 2018 Halloween, they mm-hmm. were halfway done with production of Halloween Kills. Oh, okay. And they were already in production. It was just one after another. Now, um, Halloween Ends it was written, but it wasn't shot. hadn't been shot. And they're shooting that now. So, um, Do you think it's going to be the same night? I think they're going to move to a year later. Oh, to a year later? Everyone's got to heal up and get ready for it because it's going to be the town versus him. Yeah. And uh, it was just so the mania of people with a slogan and just it's almost like, uh, you know, kind of mirrored MAGA, you know, kind of mirrored MAGA guys, you know, like make America great again type shit, which was kind of crazy because this is this this movie was shot like a year before that shit started really going down. It was almost like they predicted. <laughs> it's kind of scary. Yeah. Horror movie too. Yeah. But, uh, like pitchforks and stakes and torches still go on even 2021. Yeah, pretty much. It was a pretty much a lynch mob. And, uh, but yeah, uh, I, I, I really like this one. I'm looking forward to the next one. Uh, next year we're supposed to get the third one this year. Yeah, COVID happened, and it's Halloween Kills is apparently doing really great in theaters, fifty mil. Yeah, it had a, had a opening weekend of fifty million during a pandemic, and, it, it, and the movie was the budget. The budget was was twenty million. So, jeez. Oh, yeah, it's already in the black. We are definitely getting uh, Halloween ends. I mean, it was a, it wasn't. It, it wasn't as successful as the first one, but the first one had so much mania behind it. It was, you know, everyone's coming back, even producer. Yeah. So that, that, but it's still a colossal, a colossal success. For a rated R movie during our crazy times. Yeah. All right. So as of right now, it is over a hundred million. Oh, good job. Yeah. That's so like, there. Jeez. So we are definitely getting Halloween kills next year. I went cheap. I oh, went five dollars. I went. Uh, I went cheap. I went uh, Peacock streaming service for like five bucks. Well, I get. I had a regal. I have a regal account, so it's gonna get Peacock also. And then it mm-hmm. dawned on me. I, I have a regal membership, so it wasn't gonna cost oh, me yeah. anything. It wasn't gonna cost me anything to just go see it. So I went to the theater. I had a great time though, and I'm uh, looking forward to the next one. Uh, before we go, what was your score? One out of five. Mine will uh, be four. Four out of five. Four out of five, and I would say I'd say I had a lot of fun with this. I'd say three and a half out of five. It wasn't perfect, and uh, but it was very it was very good. 
It had a couple of cheesy lines, which I didn't think made sense. They're just right. Easter eggs from the very, very first movie. Mm -hmm. uh, so, uh, you're just saying that, just say it. Oh man, I did like the misdirect where the just uh, again with the mob mentality, how they just pretty much they pretty much drove a man, an innocent who wasn't innocent of the murders they were accusing him of, yeah. and to his death. They were in such a frenzy, and uh, you know, and a great shot when he jumped off the hedge. Oh yeah, my god! Movie. Yeah, this oh. movie was one hundred percent the most graphic Halloween film I've yeah. ever seen. It was beautifully shot. <laughs> oh, beautifully shot! Just brutal, just brutal. But uh, very good movie. I enjoyed it. Look, uh, Halloween ends. Yes. Um, before we go, uh, any other horror things you've been watching? Uh, just real quick. Uh, just I've been watching the Chucky's show. I know you're not a fan of it, but I've been I'm, checking it out. Yeah, I'm not. A, I haven't seen the show. I might actually give it a look. Just so I can properly shit on it, but, but it only works because Brad Dorf and a couple of the other actors, like his daughter, comes back for the show, and but that's the only reason it really works. Uh, yeah, I was never a big Chucky fan, but I'm willing to give it a try. It's, it's on uh, what was it on FX? You said well, well, USA and Sci-Fi did it. Okay, so and I can probably mostly find it on a streaming service, and it's rated R too, which helps. Oh, okay. So it's Chucky cussing up, cussing up a storm as always. <laughs> nice, nice. All right. Well, for me, I haven't uh, not a ton of God. It's considering the time of year, it's been kind yeah. of busy, kind <laughs> of real busy. But uh, I'll have something the next time, I promise. But uh, thanks, Ed. Uh, that's You're Halloween welcome. kills, and uh, we'll try and put one of these every time a new horror movie comes out in the theater or even online or even on the streaming service yeah netflix does a great job yeah they have a lot of good shit coming out all right they, yeah. mass and <laughs> yeah they got quite a few all right folks uh we'll see uh we'll see you around thanks ed right. i'll talk to you later all right see you, everyone